The government totally sucks, you motherfucker. The government totally sucks. Ben Franklin was a rebel indeed. He liked to get naked while he smoked on the weed. He was a genius, but if he was here today, the government would fuck him up as right as And we're back. This is the PDKU podcast, episode 21. Uh, Kurt Hendricks here. We have the Futures. Hi. Yo, yo, yo. And Big Brian V, as always. Oh, Jesus, help me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, it's been a week since we've been on. A uh, couple of current events that we're going to try to touch on. I we're think. cutting this on a Friday night. That's how cool we are, okay? I, I just want to put that out there. We have a 20-year-old man. 21. 21, I'm sorry, 21-year-old man. And we have a couple that are in their early 30s. 29 29 yeah. And then we got a uh, guy that's in his mid-40s. So, I mean, it's an eclectic mix. So, if you're just now listening to this for the second time because you listened last week with Reed Bentley and you decided to listen to us again, we thank you for that. Thank yes. you. And thank, and thank you, Bentley, for yeah. bringing us some more people to listen to us. We want to have Bentley back He's going to come back on here, and when he does, we're going to probably talk about his comb-over that he used to have back in the day, like 2010. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding with you, man. Thank you, sir. We appreciate it. It was a fun time. Uh, we're going to talk about some current events, as always, and uh, I think the uh, Kurt Hendricks has been chomping at the bit, and you know, Nate, the future's got his goddamn notepad out. I think it's like three pages deep already. Oh, at no, least. it's at least. Oh, shit. One, two, three. Okay, I told you. Three pages deep. I was close, though. And one of them has, like, a section that he can add shit as we're talking. He, like, oh, left yeah. lines. Yeah. All right? We're, we're gonna, if you want us, we'll go Facebook Live sometime, and you can see, like, the notepad and shit that he has stuff written down. It's amazing. Well, I was anticipating a battle today, He's son. He's a motherfucking so maniac. So I was I'm hyped up, you. you know what I'm saying? I was like, I don't know what we're going to talk about, so I'm about to get some things. But on top of that, like... There's a lot of things that, I, that I've been talking about since the very first podcast. Yeah, that you know, I you know, I reference. I'm like, look it up, look it up. And one of the things that you know, current event type of shit that <coughs> piqued my curiosity, and, and you know, here here's my hit on Alex Jones. Uh, he uh-huh. always talks about this David Brock George Soros connection, all these ties. So he referenced a uh a, a document it was a, i don't know 20 page document i think something like that that he put together and released to over a hundred a hundred uh you know i guess self-described progressive donors and you know if this is something that you can go look up and read uh you just google search david brock and you know uh, let me actually i'll tell you what i searched because i was curious to see some of the shit because you know alex jones spins the shit and he puts it out there in a way that you know, makes his shit seem a lot better. So. <laughs> That's so. cool, though, man. I, I I want people if you don't if you're not familiar with Alex Jones and you're listening to this podcast and you like Joe Rogan, you can go listen to him on Joe Rogan's podcast. Uh, Nick's been talking about Alex Jones since day one, and I've been getting mad at him every time. But he's on Joe Rogan's podcast. Go listen to him. I mean, you can have whatever opinion you want about whoever we talk about, but. Hear us out. Listen to what we're saying. and uh, But that was very funny, him and Joe Rogan. And I think uh, Eddie Bravo. Yeah, uh, and you'll even who, hear both of them co-sign on him numerous times. They're like, he's crazy. He goes on rants. He says a lot of shit and a lot of, you know, all at once. Yeah. He was like, but most of the shit he says is true. Dude, and yeah, it's like he's an animal. He, I mean, and, and it's like, I mean, and he's he's really got uh, uncanny ability. And I say that only because things that he's talked about that I've 
put forth effort into looking up and reading about. Please don't blow him too long. No, no, okay. I'm just saying. I mean, I give, well, I give him the verbal right because, now. Because, because, because here, let me get, because let me give it a little tease. You know, it's about perception, right? Yes. It's about perception. So the perception of Alex Jones that he's crazy, he's nutty, and he is. But, I mean, if you compare him to looking at what you see on other mainstream media outlets, they're monotone, they're very boring, and even if he's spinning it, it's like he's got some good shit in there, but then he puts his two cents in, and it's at least entertaining to watch. It's not this, you know, oh, well, today Donald Trump went on a tirade, and, you know, he's got a different... Well, people are conditioned. That dude. Sure. But for that when they have debates, they they get a little well, this, year. this year they did. Right. Well, so in that regard, last, it's not any different because yeah. they get very passionate and animated too. Yeah. Then I remember Howard Dean. We talked about that. Oh uh, yeah. yeah well, 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 I mean, presidency. I'll go ahead. Oh, uh, but no, I mean, at the same time, he he also has people on. Who I mean I I guess based off of what you see on mainstream or they're they're kind of fringe like he gets guests and people who are former people who worked in intelligence agencies military you know he gets a lot of different people he had he's had whistleblowers on of all varieties uh, whether it's about food or about military about government about all kinds of things he you know he's it's pretty broad so it's just interesting to see it but this specifically is David Brock uh, he runs Media Matters. He's him, Google, and that is very easy to find on the internet as well. Google and Facebook have all been working together to name, quote-unquote, fake news sites and fake news. And some that he openly talks about, or at least references, or, you know, Infowars, uh, Breitbart, they bring up a lot, uh, pushing a, a quote-unquote, white supremacist ideology. Um, but it, it basically talks about how what you're seeing on TV right now as you're hearing this, and there's probably going to be five other fake news stories, real news stories that'll come out in between now and again that Trump has done. It's a it's a plan that this man has orchestrated, along with a lot of money that's been donated to him, and it even specifically talks about how George Soros has donated a lot of money to his foundations, and it, they're talking about how they're going to delegitimize him, challenge him on everything he does that we don't like. Uh, make sure that we start talking about impeachment. Don't even give him a chance to do stuff because we already know what he's going to do. So we're going to, and every day we're going to challenge him. And I mean, this stuff is written out. It's not like this is hearsay. This is his document that he gave to these people. Uh, the um, Washington Free Beacon, that's who put it out. And then the Gateway Pundit covered it. That So I kind of linked from one and then went right to the Washington Free <coughs> Beacons website. And they give they let you read the document. You can go look at it. And just some of the language that they use and some of the ways that they talk about playing off of people's emotions when their supporters, like they, they talk about how with their, the project that they're using is, uh, here, let me pull it back up. I was clicking around to get the website. Um, it talks about, though, how when their their supporters, they've got over a million followers on Facebook, and they say that's they need to stay on Facebook. They don't want to do anything more with it. But that you need to tap into people's emotions because... You say Media Matters is the name of it? Media Matters is the name of, like, his his, his group. kind of website here. There's It's actually, he's got a group of a few, or there's another group that it kind of references. It, it was, uh, the acronym is CREW. It's what they were called, but it was a it was a bunch of different groups that were coming together. And again, he's he's putting he's bringing a hundred donors together in a in this 
kind of event to give them this to push this idea. You don't think he's not getting more money? I mean, he's his goal is to raise forty million. It says in this thing, in order to help fund this agenda to essentially you know shut Trump down. That's the goal. Well, I mean, how much money do you think it cost Donald Trump to buy the presidential election? Do you think he bought it, or do you think that? I mean, I don't understand the. I mean, I'm not a big. Fan. I know the Electoral College. We've talked about a billion times in the theory behind it. Um, theory? There's no theory. There's a reason it's in place. It's fact. Uh, I think it's a... It was, no, I mean, it's... It like the, became, the reason it became is fact. Because and, otherwise, the same cities <coughs> and the same states would control the election every single time. Right. Like, you gotta understand... Wouldn't that, don't that happen now when, like, California... In the popular that, Right. Does. California won, but they lost the Electoral College because a few states that generally vote Democrat voted Republican this time. Like, so, Wyoming and... So, I like, and it's not... Others, <coughs> Ohio. And it's not that California is, is taken down because of that. Because their population is so big, because their economy is so big... Their electoral college is worth, I think, 50 or 55 points. So, I mean, if you win that state, you are definitely getting a nice chunk of what you need to get to the number. You know what I'm saying? Was it 270? So, I mean, it's not It's not like it's like, oh, well, yeah, so their votes don't count. No, 100% they count, and they count a lot more than Kentucky because Kentucky is only worth like 8 or 10. Two states this, this last election caused Hillary to get the popular vote, and that was New York and California. Those two states could have made her one when Trump had the popular vote before those states. So that would happen every single time because they always vote Democrat. But those two states don't have the interests of the Midwest and Middle America. Middle America? <laughs> Their interests I mean, in mind. Like, and yeah, we're different yeah, than, than those people are. Financial situations different. Our livelihoods are different. Well, the cost of living is higher in both those right. places. Well, yeah, but those are also both heavily, you know, democratic, you know, areas. Right. They've and those two states I, shouldn't every that, time determine the election. I'm not. You can't generalize that much because there's. I mean, it's a fact. They have, vote that way. They, they vote that way. As that, far as president, well, the state always wins that way. They're, 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 they're equal about people. They didn't do it this time. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, well, they did. did. She they won did. New York. She won Pennsylvania. Uh, she won New York, and she won California. But so I mean, you can go back in the last few elections, and you can see how many uh, who won. Yeah, and I, and I tell you, it's so, always projected when you're watching the night out. Well, right. no, no, of course. But I mean, I'm saying if you look it up now and see how many, you know, how many Democrats have won New York and California over the past. Ten elections. It's a lot. I'd imagine you it's know eight of them probably are going to yeah. be you know. Not that there's not Republican people there, but right. more people are voting Democrat. And also, those are also you know two cities that are you know quote unquote sanctuary or have sanctuary cities within them. California now trying to become a sanctuary state. Uh, you know, I mean, it's you know so they kind of adopt the policy of if you can get to our state, whether you're legal or not, we'll bring you in. So. That kind of also feeds into why Donald Trump pushed the idea of the voter fraud and the, you know, you know this and that. Did you? No. Are you ready? Um, there, the electoral college pushing Donald Trump. I mean, you could argue the same way, just like Heather was saying. If those two states weren't such powerhouses as far as electoral college votes. Donald Trump could have been ahead, and those two states would have put her ahead. Well, it, it doesn't matter now that Donald Trump is elected. What 
really is when you talk about impeachment of Donald Trump, it's kind of gets me into the thought process of, well, is Mike Pence going to still be our president now? And is that a better situation for our country? Because he is a little bit more establishment, but he has come out and said that he is like, he doesn't want uh, gay people to have rights. He's not, very uh progressive about anything whereas donald trump i feel like ran on a platform that seemed to be super super conservative but might actually turn out to be more progressive than we anticipated i mean i think he he definitely he's he's more like a a a libertarian i mean he definitely ran as a republican but i think what people fail to understand is that if you have, if you want to have a shot to win, unfortunately, right now, you have to label yourself one or the other. He could have potentially, and he didn't. He didn't even act like he was scared to do it. Although it would have been a lot harder for him to win, but he, at the very first debate that they had, the Republican debate, they they re- required everybody to raise their hand and pledge that they would say, "I will support whoever the Republican nominee is, no matter what." And he was the only one that didn't raise his hand. And it was, oh, and then they asked him why. And he said, I'm not ready to do that yet. Because he knew that there were people who were actively in the Republican Party and even still now on his cabinet. Rance Priebus is a fish, I think, or a snake. Uh, But that, you know, wanted to take him down, did not want him to win. So he understood that. So he realized he may have had to run as an independent. Now, luckily, once they started to gain momentum, they understood, okay, well, he's going to probably win. So we need to support him or we're going to be screwed. It's going to be harder for us to get what we need. So they started to support him. He used that Republican tag to get that automatic support. Then he started to push his his ideas, which, yeah, there's some liberal and there's some other. You know what I mean? So, huh? So do you think that if Trump gets impeached that we will be in a better situation? He won't get impeached. They may try. I think they might even try to assassinate him, but I don't think he would get that, beat. The document you were talking about, they, those are strong words to be sending out to influential, progressive uh, politicians talking about trying to set an emotional appeal to the people, which that's the strongest thing you can appeal to someone is to their it's emotional grimy. side. It's just grimy. It, the name, the memo is called Democracy Matters Strategic Plan for Action. Uh, it says here it outlines Brock's four-year agenda to attack Trump and Republicans using Media Matters, American Bridge, Citizens for Responsibility and Ethics in Washington, quote unquote crew, and Share Blue. Share Blue is their the the channel, if you will, that they use on Facebook. That's what they use yeah. to push the agenda. Uh, Brock sought to raise forty million dollars in twenty seventeen for his organizations and hoped the retreat would lead the creation of a liberal donor network to rival the network of the conservative Koch brothers. And that's misleading because the Koch brothers have funded Democrats. They funded, they gave Hillary Clinton money. So that's another thing that they do. It's slight, but it's just enough to put it out there like, oh, well, no, that's not. And you talked about how much money does it cost to Donald Trump buy it. If you look at how much money his campaign reported and how much it cost him to run, and he won, obviously, 
Look at how much money Jeb Bush used. Look at how much money Hillary Clinton used. Look at how much money the top other four people used. I it don't was in the, any of those numbers. Well, no, correct. I mean it's the Federal Elections Commission, so it's supposedly legit and unbiased. It's hard, unbiased. To, it's hard to believe any yeah. numbers. Yeah. But yeah. I, well, what I'm saying though is, I, if you believe, if you th- honestly believe that the numbers they're reporting is that's how much they spent. Well, I mean on they that give election. them. I'm, I, I'm pretty sure it's as detailed as like taxes, and then they give them receipts. You know, here's our. Uh, but again, sure. If we'll you call it more shit. Sure, if you want to call it a wash. But my point is, is that the people who are unbiased, who are supposedly have no pull in it, say you know, give the numbers that Jeb Bush raised four hundred million dollars, Hillary Clinton three hundred, whatever it was, and Trump didn't less than a hundred. I mean, whatever. I mean, you call it horseshit, whatever. But I mean, if you go look it up and read about it, you go look it up and you tell me what you determined. But Trump had a more. It's viral not a fact, campaign. though. You get you're saying like it's a fact. The Federal Elections Commission's job is to take to, is to keep track of money that's raised What's by the, the parties. FBA's, uh, I understand. What's I the agree. FBA's? I understand. What's the FBI's? I understand. I mean, okay. I'm not disagreeing <laughs> with you. I no, mean, but I'm not trying to argue. I'm just saying we can't. You, when you throw something up like that and say this is a fact because the commission has it, okay. it's like saying okay, the FBI everything the FBA brings out. Let me give you a different angle. You're blanking it. Let, well, no, let me give you a different angle. Democrats nor Republicans, named Democrats or Republicans wouldn't disagree with that is what I'm saying. So the perception is okay. that that's that's what it is. Given, perception is that it's a fact. Right. Well, I mean, right. In the eyes of everybody who, you know, I don't think you would find people who hate Trump that would be like, no, that's not true. Jeb Bush had a lot more money he raised and he was he was almost discarded immediately when he was put in front of the American people because he was a goof. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I, I bring it up because yeah, it talks about, about facts. You just called Jeb Bush a goof. I mean, he is a goof, <laughs> <laughs> and it was hilarious to watch Donald Trump belittle the guy because he is a goof, and his family are a bunch of evil fucks who have helped generate you know fake wars in our country for a long time, and you know they're the they're, Bushes. Yeah, they're terrible people, man. Their whole family as they were tied to Nazism. I'm not 100 percent sure how because I don't know the whole lineage as to what it is, but they helped raise. Here, I'll look it up while I'm talking about it. Um, no, it's okay. But yeah, I mean, I, it's, it's, roll, it's, it's time to go solo. It's definitely something to look at because all the stuff that you're seeing CNN and MSNBC talk about is, you know, impeach Trump. That's an agenda. I saw that order. All the protests, all the things that you see, that's all an agenda that they have to make the Donald Trump look terrible. Why? If he's so off when he's terrible, why are they going through all of this process? They've not done this any other president I can ever remember since I've been alive in the short amount of time of presidents I've ever seen and been paying attention to. So I don't understand if he's so awful, isn't he just going to fall on his own face anyway? Like, why are they raising so much money? Why all the outrage and all the protests? If he's so terrible, isn't it going to be obvious to people that he sucks? Well, I mean, everything that I see... And this is just, I'm, I'm a casual, I don't even have cable TV, guys. So, you know what I'm saying? But I'm a casual, I don't even, I, I have one form of social media, it's because my son's over there. Um, I do talk to people on Facebook Messenger, but that's about it. Um, the little bit of media I see is always negative. I'm not going to sit and say I see a whole lot of positive. Because news is negative, though, bro. I mean, it is. No, no, no. I'm, hey, the, yes and no. It is, and it's all murder and rape and bad yeah. shit all the time. But I'm telling you. Every time I look on, I look on there. That's what I see. It's like bad stuff. Like people, somebody's arguing with him, or he's arguing with somebody, or there's some kind of drama. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it, I thought that it was going to be over with 
I was naive. I but that's why it's not, down. though. That's the point. It's not because this this group. And here's another thing to think about. It, just think about if it was Barack Obama or it was somebody else who was heavily loved by other people, not hated like Trump is. It's not right in any way, shape, or form. It's not good for the country to have people who so openly want to fund something and blindly dis- hate what he does without even giving him a shot to do it. That's not how the process is supposed to work. They want to throw a fit about Russia, quote-unquote, getting in- involved with the elections and shit like that. This type of, of shit is evil, man. The way that they want to do it, the way they want to manipulate people to get them to support them, it's evil. Although he's the first president that's come in and kind of just said, like, we're changing everything top to bottom and we're going to just do it this way now instead of the way that we were moving forward towards. Right. Like, no other president has used as many executive orders in the first however many days it's been since his inauguration. I don't know about that. Look it up. Look it up. Look up executive orders in the first 30 days, B. Check it out. Come on, man. You got your phone right in your hand. I was... Uh, he's over sexting somebody. No, what man, that I reordered uh, back row heckler shirts. Yeah, I had to. Yeah, I sold out. That's, That's a, a good thing. That good thing? That's his. That was his agenda that he put out. Oh, he wants to make emails with democracy. No, I mean he. They, that's <coughs> that was the title of it. He, I mean, ultimately what they want to do. Most executive orders on Google right now. You can go to Bay. I know about that. Most executive orders. Not necessarily that, but just more. Um, Not president. Most executive they orders want in history. They believe what they believe. So their progressive views, they don't president. want that compromised at all. So why democracy? That's why I'm saying we're not Africans. We're not a democracy. No, no. That, I don't. I, I guess that they're using it in right. the sense that... from the daily dot, dot relay media. I'm but sorry. anyway, he's off. he's come know. in and created read, read an atmosphere of, I'm just going to change it to how I want it to be instead of debating with people and going through the normal processes of figuring out if this is what's best for everybody, which is making the people that have a different opinion than conservatives, the more liberal progressive opinion why? feel like why they're not being think, heard. Why and do you so think when that people is? don't feel heard, they riot and <clears throat> Well and that's where it's hard to move a agenda when you're not discussing things. And with that's people. that's where I think a lot of the confusion comes in. So a lot of people think the US is a democracy, which in that case the pe- the majority does rule the federal government. That's We're place. a republic, which means we right. talk to our state officials and they and that's how right. it's contro- that hence the uh, the electoral colleges. We talk to the state, so therefore, what might be the majority isn't going to happen, and you can't vote away constitutional rights just because the majority disagrees with it. Like but, the but Second you, Amendment, right to so bear arms. We're, not, we're the United States of America, but we're, it's a democratic. We republic. are a constitutional a federal republic. Yeah, even if every state was controlled by a Republican nominee, like. So every state, the election ended with fifty-one to forty-nine percent. The Republican nominee was elected in every state, every position in political office. Does that mean that the other forty-nine percent just don't get a say in anything? No, I'm saying you you have to listen to them. Well, no, no. What what I'm saying, we are constitutional, meaning. The popular vote can't get rid of constitutional rights. Right. 
that's what that's what we are. Yes. But a democracy goes against that, and that's where a lot I feel like a lot of confusion comes in right. with some people who are liberals, is they think that We're if the majority vote on something, it should go into into effect. But you you can't go against constitutional rights. I was We're a republic, some... not a democracy. Oh, go ahead, B. No, you. you're good. She was on the road, though. Get I know, that's why we're yeah. I just want to clear it up so yeah. that no, it's true, it there is. wasn't confusion. We're, we're a democratic republic, but yeah, it's it's not a situation. A federal, cons- Fed- a yeah. constitutional federal republic. Yeah. So. What, you're looking up the numbers for the executive orders? Yeah, but you know what? But B, so let me ask you this. Hold on, second. hold on. Hold your thought for just a second. Go ahead. No, no, go no, ahead. Go, go, go. All right, That's go not good. So All right, go ahead. All right, go. Separate from <laughs> clarifying what we are, ideally, for what you would desire for your country, would it be that that because eight years from now we could, I mean, the more conservative thought process could be the minority, <laughs> and we're on the other end of the whole debate. No, nah, and so. Okay, well, you don't. Want, you wouldn't still want to be heard. You wouldn't want to have somebody come in and say, "We're going to go through the instead of just making an executive order, we're going to put this up to the Senate well, and let it go through the normal processes of change." Instead of this one person who we all can agree isn't the most uh, okay, so presidential of, of people. So a couple of things. The executive orders, obviously, oh, they can be, they can like have really, things really done, salty. they can be stopped or at least delayed. Obviously, with the quote-unquote Muslim lot, ban, so which is a travel ban, <laughs> you know, that was slowed down and stopped and he's going to change it. So, ultimately, executive orders, they're not just one man coming in and saying, okay, here's what I'm saying, and gosh damn it, that's what we're doing. He puts it up, it's strongly suggested, and then if it is as awful as, as anybody can imagine, then there are ways that you can slow it down, stop it, say, okay, hold on, hold on. We, we're fine with these other ones. We'll let these other ones go. These these are fine. But there are requirements that we see fit that say that you're going to have to change this. It's You're going to have to do something different. You know, you're going to have to alter this in a way that we feel is acceptable unless you can explain to us why this is what you want. Which, if you look at the situation where they... Those two uh, words at the bottom? Gluten-free? Yeah. No, what is that word say right there? You suck dick. Oh, uh, what? What's it say? Glutamate. <laughs> now, this says gluten-free on the bottom of this bag of Cheetos, but in the ingredients, it says glutamate. Okay? Now, I'm not a goddamn rocket scientist. I'm not a smart man at all. But I guarantee you that glutamate has fucking gluten in it. I'm going to goddamn guarantee it because it says it in the name. Okay? <laughs> right. It probably doesn't have any gluten in it. It probably is an off... It's a product of spirit or... It, Scientific experimentation that produced a gluten-like product that produced that Cheeto. So they could put gluten-free on my bag of Cheetos. Right. By the way, a lot of foods that say gluten-free have been gluten-free long before advertising as such. Yeah. But now it's like, hey, bananas, it's gluten-free. Right. (laughs) Oh, this apple's gluten-free? Right. Okay, it's fucking awesome. Suck me. Um... (laughs) You're absolutely right on that, Miss Heather. And I wasn't trying to change the subject, I promise, because I did actually look up what you asked me to about the number of executive orders. But I didn't ask you to look that up. No, I, Nick asked you. Nick asked me to. Yeah, did you see? Did you yeah, but out? see, the I don't even know if the, the name of the fucking, just the name of where I got it from off Google makes me not want to fucking do it because it's 
daily.relaymedia.com. It's from the Daily Dot Bazaar Daily Yeah, Dot. I wouldn't trust that. So when I read this, I'm looking at it, and it, it, it was first written in 2016, and I've been like seven times since then. But this was the second thing that came up on my, on my Google search. And the funny part about it is, here's, I'm gonna, we're just going to read the first paragraph, and I'm going to be done, okay? Because you're going to understand exactly where I'm going with this. For former President Barack Obama, picking up the pen and signing executive orders was half the battle. Would the same hold true for President Donald Trump? <laughs> From an Iran nuclear pact to orders on gun control and immigration, Obama's executive actions faced regular challenges from Congress and the judicial system while he was a judicial system. Judicial system while he was in office. Nobody told me I had to read out loud. Obama's executive actions on undocumented immigrants and climate change remain in Supreme Court limbo. Now, I'm just going to go down real quick to a little bit more. Trump faces a very different political reality. The current systems of checks and balances appear to be aligned in favor of Trump's agenda. Both houses of Congress fell under Republican control in 2015. There are now 31 states with Republican governors. Republicans control both chambers of state legislature in 32 states, while Democrats now have control of just, can we guess, California, Delaware, Hawaii, Oregon, and Rhode Island. Senate Republicans hope to quickly confirm Trump's choice for the Supreme Court. Now, as you can tell, this was before, um, has he made his choice for the Supreme Court yet? Yeah, um, um, oh, Gorsuch. I can't think of his first name, Judge Gorsuch. Uh, Sergey Bazovich? Yeah, he. Uh, Just kidding. It was uh, old joke. Sorry. Um, but yeah, he. Yeah, he's made his. Naturally, they're gonna fight it. Ooh, and this you makes know, me mad. And look, this, so, oh god, this makes so, me so mad. Chris Webber and Grant Hill are doing commentary. Okay, and listen, guys. I'm sorry if you're smart enough to play basketball and win million, get millions of dollars. Later on, smart enough to play basketball. Exactly what I said. Don't, don't. <laughs> If you and you can win, win. You can have millions of dollars from doing something like that. Please don't take commentary jobs afterwards to get like a hundred thousand. Because you know the slub next to him over here, he's making like way less money than either one of those guys because they actually played. So they're like, hey man, you know we can be an analyst because we've been there and done this or whatever. Um, people say that if you haven't been in there and done or whatever, you can't speak on it. That's such horseshit. You know, I, everyone is entitled to their opinion, but you can be an expert on something. You know, those who can do, those that can't teach. You know what I'm saying? No, I understand. Go ahead, man. I'm sorry. No, no. Um, I didn't mean. I don't know about the how many executive orders Trump signed. I didn't, you you know, what, suck, bro. It doesn't fucking really matter. No, no, it doesn't. I didn't even get to eat any of my gluten free Cheetos so, yet because so, you put me to work over here. So what? Because I wanted you to look at that because. Like we talked about, perception is key. And the perception that this group wants Truth to put out... Truth versus perception, if you haven't noticed by now, is the ground root. It is the number one thing this podcast, this episode is about. Thank you. And that's why most of the time I share shit, I put that hashtag war of perception. Because 100% of what you see on TV is a war for your perception on what you think about what's going on in the world. Who is this guy? This guy here, was he was he an ex-MMA player? Uh, Dude with the mic in his hand. Every last thing you see on TV is a war on perception. They're selling you on products all oh, day, every right day with a ideal, even that my favorite, the best new advertisement, whoever was the director for the new Sprite commercial with LeBron, where he's like, I wouldn't tell you to drink a Sprite. I'd ask you, 
one. That's because you suck LeBron's It's perfect. Dead. It's not about that. It's the advertising. They're giving you this false sense of we're not affecting you. We're not influencing you to make a decision. We're just asking you if you want our product. But they are. They are. Every right. person and has the dude singing is the best. Too. And Lil Yachty, no, you do not believe that. Get out of here. He's the best to the Hoka Marshall. He's the best part of all of it. But yeah. anyway, so their influence, it's the one perception. You're getting stuff constantly from the television. Go out and support your local producers yeah. of anything. I mean, honey. That's going to help your community a lot more. motherfuckers on that court, man. Wow. Vegetables. I'm telling you, no. Back He's right. trying to. I'm sorry. He's I, trying to talk to you. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm missing. I'm hey, missing I can talk to be talking. It's all good. No, no, like, I was but you got to speak up because you're far just, away right now. You got you to gotta really put into it. I was yelling. He was okay. talking about it. I would understand what he's saying. It's a, you know, the, the Sprite commercial, me and you looked at that thing two totally different ways. I understand exactly what you're saying. You're 100% correct. I do agree with you. But I also think that it's simple fucking propaganda. That's the first thing popped in my mind. That's exactly, you know what I'm saying? Case it's, in point, it's all about perception. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the uh, first thing I thought is, oh, man, this is the absolute, this is fucking all right, propaganda in the simplest forms. One of the seven easiest forms of propaganda. What is that? What is it? Reverse psychology. I yes, can't tell you how exactly. many times Nick and I will see or read the exact same thing and we're on opposite ends of how we perceived it. Oh, yeah. All the time. And then we explain to each other how we got to our thoughts, and it's like, oh yeah, I never would have thought. Well, the hard part is if you don't, if you're not a type person that likes to talk and or that can communicate. The worst thing is I'm I'm a very bad communicator through text. I'm not. I'm an old man. Because you can't put your your tone on it, your inflections not on it. So people think I'm always argumentative, right? Because they don't know the tone that you're putting on it. And lots of times I'm trying to be funny. More than more than likely I'm not trying to be funny, but sometimes. Like, if people, I sense nastiness or hostility or somebody being a jerk-off to me. Put a laughy face after it. I put, uh, I don't want to put then LOL know. after everything I no, fucking... No, put the one that's crying because it's laughing. Yeah, I've been using that one. Then God's people like, know, oh, he's yeah, but I, funny. You know how much emasculating it is for fucking me to use emojis? I don't because I'm a chick, so it's totally acceptable Yeah, for me. so yeah, I bet you have conversations with someone with nothing but emojis, don't you? No. Oh, God, my wife does with her sister. Well, he uh, can because... Yeah. His generation can do that. I'm a little yeah. bit older than his That's generation. That's like we adapted. Like for, right. me, for me, having a tech conversation is simple. I've been texting on a basic phone. I use T9. T9 is the first type oh of my technology God. I use. And I could do it with my... I didn't even have to look yeah. at my phone. And so when I had like the swipe or you get to... I mean, iPhone's not as upgraded, but you can still hit your word when you want your word there. Predictive, and it's so yeah. easy. And then you learn emojis. And so emojis are just a more... It's it almost makes more conversation more complex because you can't get an actual thought for what that person's saying because they could throw a little like crazy face at the end of it and you're like what the what were you trying to convey right. to me when you hey and in that? some situations the emojis don't may not match go ahead well what I was gonna say was I remember a few years ago like maybe five to ten reading that. You know, because of texting, people were getting away from speaking one-on-one or speaking yeah. on the phone. Oh, guaranteed. And then eventually, we were going to get away from using words altogether, and he just proved that. Yeah. Yeah. I thought back then, well, I was like, no, we're, we have to use words. We're well, going to use a, hieroglyphics. No, we're going to use emojis. So a, this makes you think hieroglyphics. Do you think the Egyptians were more advanced than we were? Absolutely. Because they were using 
pictures to convey their thoughts, which is what we're moving towards at this point. Their pyramids are still standing. Obviously, they were smart as fuck. Was it... Houses built nowadays fall down after 10 years. Even further than that, was it in a time of peril that they started to draw those, or was it at the beginning of their, you know, uh, their uh, uh, process of becoming a community? Like, did they start drawing those hieroglyphics at the beginning, or was it a mark of special events? They had... uh, Was it, you know what I'm saying, like... Which you would, you know what I mean? They reference UFOs in their drawings. Yeah, or at least flying objects of some. They look like what aliens, we perceive UFOs to be Angels or aliens, whatever. You well, want it to was say. a flying, fly and it had like a thing coming down, and there was a person in mm-hmm. it, like they were being abducted. Yeah. I always think anal probe. It's so bad. It's you want that really me. bad, don't you? No, no, no. no. It's because, it's because of that. Right. Brian brings, brings anal up anal probe. Of course it does. He's got a thing for anal probe. You have probe. one in there right now, don't you? No, if I did, I'd tell you, though. I'll yeah, probably show does. y'all. But I'll tell hey. you this much. I remember the first time I ever watched a serious thing on YouTube about a guy saying he was abducted by aliens. It was like a, a short thing, maybe four or five different people. It was like, these people have are not crazy. They honestly do believe they were abducted by aliens. And the first lady was like, I woke up in the room, blah, blah, blah. Kind of a little bit boring, long-winded, but not bad. The next one was a redneck dude. I'll never forget it. He's like, I just, I mean, I hadn't been drinking that night. I had earlier in the afternoon, but not that (laughs) night. And I'm telling you right now, I woke up and I was surrounded by them. And I couldn't move and I couldn't talk, but they didn't have me strapped down or nothing. I'm just laying there and I'm a prisoner in my own fucking body. It was insane. And mm-hmm. I, I, I know something's That's going insane. on, but I feel myself. And I know it. They put me in, they, you know how they got, they had something on my head, and I had an anal probe in. And I'm telling you right now, it was awful. And I, I mean, as soon as I heard anal probe, I died. I was like sending it to people. It was like, skip over the first lady, man, and listen to the second guy. Okay, but let's be real. If they're going to probe you, is there any hole that desirable for a probe to go in. So you want to put your mouth and gag all over the place? Any other hole. Me personally, any other hole. I wouldn't hole. want it. I think I would choose oh my God. over my pee hole. Fun just a quick story about pee holes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, uh, there. Sorry guys. So, so uh once in my life, uh, you know, I heard about this guy that he was in the military so he had dog tags okay. and he stuck the chain up there and it somehow got knotted up and got stuck and he had to go to the hospital to get it removed uh, that's all that was my fun fact my fun story that's about not a people. fun fact that's to make not every guy story. that listens to this go fuck what a dumbass and right now everybody's crossing their legs and thinking well about, don't you know, stick uh, a dog tag chain don't stick anything up there it's a bad idea and if you're going to do something, you deserve what's going to happen. I don't have a problem with a tongue darting in between there. <clears throat> Never, but that's just me. I don't know up that it. aliens would still be needing to probe human beings to, like, right. like what are they, if they're that advanced of a specimen that they're able to... Why you got to come in and shit on my job? Why don't they just man, cut you open? Hendricks? And then, like... I'm just telling the joke. I understand what you're saying. I don't think that they would even have to fucking... I think that it would be something subliminal, like while we're sleeping. I think that when they'll, they'll hit us while we're sleeping, because every human being has to sleep. 
All right, I've got my hand up for too long. Let's get tired. I'm going to cut you off. All right. I was going to cut him off, but you jumped in before then. No, that's okay. Well, you go ahead and go on your 25-minute rant. No, no. Leave me alone. You're one to talk. Just today, before I left work, five minutes before I left work, this girl at work was showing me a picture that her dad took. She lives in Louisville, obviously. And she, it was a picture of three odd lights that was that was flying over there part of town. He took a picture of it and she showed it to me. And I just sent her and her boyfriend a message to try to see if they'll send it to me. But it was a, it, like it looked like some kind of obviously UFO. I mean, I don't know, meaning as if I don't know if it's human or alien, but it was they were unidentified for sure. Yeah. As in you don't you couldn't see it. Be like, oh, that's a. A plane, because it didn't look like a plane. Was that the same video that my friend on Facebook took? Well, this is a night? this is a right. picture, but it might be the same but thing. I remember I showed it to you. Was this know. recently? I don't think I saw it. This was she showed it to me the day she said ago. this. No, they just oh. saw this the other day. It was like they were they all had white lights on them, and they had another light at the oh, bottom. Now this girl also explained to me that she's had goddamn Canadians like explained dreams that she had talking about like where. She was identifying being abducted by aliens. Like, her dad, I guess, kind of believes in this. There's wrong with that. No, I mean, and I don't disagree either, but, like, she was talking about these dreams that she had and all these different scenarios that she had been in. It was pretty, like, I was, I was kind of intrigued by it. I was like, damn, this is crazy. I'm going to see if I can get the picture, though, to show y'all what, what they were talking about. If you about. do, will you put that oh, on shit, right here? No, it's right here. Look, here they are, right it's here. It's funny how, how excited you got about that big meat stick. Look, like you ain't ever got excited about me. Look at that. Come on, my that. parents listen to this. Remember, I'm talking about Slim Jim. See, you're making it. Oh, that's probably better right there. <laughs> Look at that. And it's you very odd. That video? It does. It's very. I mean, like you can look into it. But if you don't mind, throw that on the PDKU podcast yeah. at facebook.com. Look at those. Yeah, I'm gonna show you. Remember that video that I showed you from? Here's another one. I don't want to say it out loud, but I'm getting. This is kind of a zoomed-in picture. What was it? Uh, oh, that yeah, video? maybe. That's well, a zoomed-in picture. Can we picture. put both those up there for the people to listen? Well, yeah. I'd have to ask her because I don't know if she ask wants first, anything. Yeah. I don't well, it wants. may have a freaking, like, if it's timestamp to, like, area or whatever, you don't got to do that. And so if they were communicating with, I mean, maybe they weren't communicating. They were just observing what they saw in the night sky. It's still, they were looking into something deeper than just their own existence they were talking and trying to come up with answers for other things which is what our society is currently doing and what science is doing what i mean uh stephen hawking and what i mean i think it'd be naive of us to think that that there's not something i mean come on you know and and i like i told y'all and i mean you obviously have to watch it and determine whether or not you believe it, but I mean, the video of the guy explaining, uh, talking about how he was a part of an underground fight with an alien, you know, and he got shot in his junk. Like, yeah, it's crazy shit. Insane, man. All right, real quick, talk about perception. I'm going to bring on one more thing and then I, we, we can we can get off of the, the news and current events. So I, I sidetracked you a couple times. No, so no, I mean, I, no, I love talking about I alien shit because I think, I think it's amazing. Hey, look, and I know, but, but look, one other thing that I thought was very interesting to me, uh, ZeroHedge.com posted a story that said, coming soon well, to Who a, was the name of that place? <laughs> ZeroHedge.com. Edge or Hedge? Hedge. Like Hedge Fund. Yeah. Oh, it's billionaires. Billions is too fucking good. In the article title says, coming soon to a city near you, the U.S. military's plan to take over America. Sounds pretty stupid and ridiculous, right? 
Uh, it says, you know, right at the beginning of the article, it says, no, this is a, the real deal coming at us straight from the horse's mouth. Oh, shit. Uh, according to, quote unquote, Mega Cities Urban Furniture, the Emerging Complexity, a Pentagon training video created by the Army for the U.S. Special Operations Command, the U.S. military plans to use armed forces to solve future domestic, political, and social problems. What? Hasn't that always... They, they called it the National Guard on riots and stuff like that before. That's nothing new. No, right? no, no. But listen. The chilling five-minute video, or the chilling five-minute training video obtained by The Intercept through a four-year request and made available online paints an ominous picture of the future, a future the military is preparing for bedeviled by quote-unquote criminal networks... Uh, standard infrastructure, religious and ethnic tensions, uh, impoverished slums, open landfills, uh, overburdened sewers, a growing mass of unemployed and an urban landscape in which the prosperous economically must be protected from the impoverished of the have-nots. And the Yeah. And look, here's what's ironic about it. If you look at what's in Hollywood... What is uh, The Hunger Games? What is it all about? One of the biggest movies that's come out in the past decade, right, based off of money earned. What is it about? It's essentially about the same thing. Divergent, another series, very similar, about elites, people being... Oh, shit. People being categorized. Right, based off of their status or their... Yeah, like you have a choice. I mean, if you want to be this, then you can be this. And then... Oh, you were born this status? Well, you got to yeah. do that or you can... You can make the change, but boy, it's gonna be hard. Oh, and if you if you can see past everything, do you want some of this? Oh, sorry, I didn't even think about it. I, I mean, I just I, I don't know. She looked at you like fucker, yeah. Uh, but I mean, you know, the idea and, and it's it's just an, a thought process of kind of training people. It's a it's a hey, look, this is this is what it could be like or what it's going to be like. Fire, I should got two of them. I don't know. I mean, again, it's about perception. It's about getting that idea out to people beforehand so they can understand, hey, this is what it's like. 1984 is a book basically about that, right? You've By read the George book. George Orwell. You read the book, right? Oh, yeah. Isn't it? I mean, how, how much about what the book was in there then, which was written in 1948, right? Big Brother. Right. How much of it about that in 1948 is accurate today? Uh, about... It's my perception. I would say 60, 60, 50 to 60%. Even if you said 10%, it'd be scary. 50 to 60%. And this was written in 1940-fucking-8. It's 2017, almost 80 years later. And it's accurate. How fucking scary is that? Like, this dude knew it. And and people act like it's stupid. It's a design plan to control people. And we have an opportunity, like Elon Musk just came out and said either you're going to learn or people are going to have to adhere to working with and being a part of technology or you're going to get left behind and and you're just going to have to deal with it. Like almost implying that, you know, humans and machines will merge. They're going to. And if you don't like it, well, you know what? You're just. He's a crazy son of a bitch, dude. I read about him. Did you hear about the tunnels? He opened a brand new company up recently. And it had to do with he's uh, digging tunnels. And it's called, oh man, I forget the name of it. Um, I want, it's something, uh, oh, we're bored or, or look yeah, it up. something to that extent. It, I, what, you mean turn my thing now because it's dead? No, he said look it up. I'll uh, look it up. He, he's off, the, while he's oh, talking, he wants look to it know up. the actual name. Continue, can you send me with your thought? I'll look that up. It's, uh, all it is is that he, uh, 
Hold on, that's my son telling me I got to pick his ass up from sleepover early. Um, <laughs> I want to say it's called. Uh, it's a boring. It's a place that he he was stuck in traffic and he thought, man, if there was tunnels underneath this city, then I, we could drive underneath these tunnels and avoid this traffic, and it would help us a lot because all this space. We're running in our space above ground. Right. We have all this space underground that nobody's even using. And we were just talking about underground shit before we started doing yeah. it too, right? So, yeah, and he was all like... Uh, and the network's probably already there. You just had to put more money into... You know, and a picture now. of it. Just like the expressway. You have yeah. to connect the different branches that have already been built. Like, I saw something about a super highway running from Russia to New York, I think, or... You know, a plan that they had together where they were trying to set something up, maybe under sea or under the oceans. That they have to go to the Bay Street. So this is major conspiracy, but I read something the other day where part of the concern of the more liberal progressive parties is that obviously the Trump administration is connected to Russia in some way, shape, or form, and that Russia is getting control of oil fields. Which would, if the if the U.S. was able to get oil from Russia, would basically make um, Putin a billionaire. But the whole case sounded like it was a anti-world government um, discussion, like they were making a move against that one world government that. We were just talking about with the book from 19... Yeah. What's the name of it? 1984? 1984, yeah. Yeah, so I mean... It, it, there's perspectives people take that are different as to what's going on within our country. and It's a lot of true versus perspective. But, you know, I'm never going to... I like this guy. perspective uh, center point. Yeah, perspective um, has been the center point of our entire since the podcast started and that's what we want you people to understand is that there's a difference <laughs> you can we can always you can always say facts of our that's one thing that's been coming up a lot and not just like text messages with friends but live in person I've heard people be like yeah man facts and I'm like why do they have to say facts afterwards like that's basically saying you know what I'm telling is the truth, and if you don't like it, then deal with it. Because I'm telling you now, that's the facts, you know? Where, lots of times it's not facts. Lots of times when people say facts, it's up to perspective. Um, I want to touch base on something real quick. And, that's uh, pretty cool, huh? I wasn't going to, but uh, Jesus Christ, I'm sorry we're turning this down. Like, uh, hey, so the, so the folks I just asked you that to send the picture over... Uh, he said, no problem, bro. We're just glad we can help out. Your show needs to be heard by everyone. Hey, what about him, though, huh? <laughs> so he's all happy that he's uh, getting a plug. Mm-hmm. No, nah, I mean, it's just cool because, you know what I'm saying, they're young folks, and it's good to see young folks interested and talking about shit. And, you know, they're all about, you know, uh, the, the the girl is, uh, she's vegan, so she's always talking about, you know, good shit to eat and how bad food is and shit like that. Her boyfriend's kind of skeptical, but also he recognizes shit, you know what I mean? That's another plug back into buying local and getting from people that you know what they're doing to raise their food. The food that we're eating, the processed foods that are 
being sold to us every day by these big multinational corporations. It it Are has all types of different, yeah. basically poison. And yeah, I tell you what, to be able to look the man that grew your so delicious, right? To look the man in the eye that grew the food that you're about to eat is a lot different than right. going and buying something from McDonald's. Or shit, growing it yourself. Saying. I mean, although we failed the past like three, four years, we try to grow our own shit. We've had some situations where we've got some stuff back that we can use tomatoes and and, and bell peppers, but not much more than that. But you know, we we've had some attempts at it. But yeah, I mean, being able to grow your own shit, get shit from somebody local, somebody who's right there by you. Or somebody that's got an idea that's not at, like, to use not as chemically involved products. I mean, like Dove Soap, Pure Karma Soaps in Louisville, Kentucky, they're using the least amount of chemicals of any soap brand I know of. And it's just a local company here in Louisville, Kentucky, and it's do you know somebody that works there? Or you like I do, but I, there's a bunch of companies. Go to a local flea market and just look around. Kroger actually has Read. a little section where they sell local shit. Yeah, a little section of the back of that big well, ass store. Well, I say that because it's specifically for it, and it's got variety from soaps to barbecue sauces to marinades to yeah. all kinds of shit. But then within their store. They've got stuff that's locally sold as well that they identify with little labels and shit like that. Yeah. But, and Kroger I mean, has put, started putting gluten-free on a lot of the shelves, which I do like that. I mean, you know. Here's the point, though, man. If you lived in fucking Italy or you lived in some of these other countries, any other, not any other, but most other countries that are civilized that have the quote-unquote Western way of living, they don't have modified food. They don't. And the fact that we're... The country, we're the fucking superpower, and we have to eat this Franken food. And if we don't, you got to pay so much extra money what, 20% higher for your food, depending upon what you're buying. Man, if you go buy ground meat that's organic, it's like eight dollars, eight fucking dollars for one pound. It goes it's back ridiculous. to purchase, it goes back to purchasing power, though. right? 100% if, right, though. 100% if, right. If everyone wants to purchase their Franken food, and the 10% is like, no, I, I still want my good but the system man the time your money it's all against you like everything works against you you go to work you're exhausted when you get done even if you got a no nothing job and then you get home you don't want to necessarily cook so the quick easy thing is to get some quick easy food and it's just it's a process man and you're right though it shouldn't be a case where you got to go and you got to hunt and look and try to find that does look pretty good actually. That's fucking Power, Power Rangers movies Power, movie. fire. Power bro. Ranger trailer. Hey, Power Rangers used to always be generic as fuck. It don't matter though. You but that looked pretty decent. I right? was in my twenties, early twenties when they Power Rangers first started. And I remember Hey, don't it. admit this out loud. I'm gonna give you an opportunity to stop before you speak. Are you sure you wanna say this? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and have a roll. With All right, it. fair enough. Yeah, I was working, man. I was I'll working with the guy that was a lot younger than me, man. He was a lot younger than me. And he's like Man, Man, I didn't even want to come to work this morning. Uh, I'm like, why? He goes, I was watching Power Rangers. And I was like, Power Rangers? What the fuck <laughs> are you talking about, dude? You ain't watched it, dude? I was like, no. He goes, oh, man, it's good, man. It's by the teenagers, dude. They all get superpowers. You know, me being a comic book nerd, I, I, I thought I was going to like it. But uh, I, I turned on and I thought, man, this is awful. Like, they would they would like jump up and do a kick. And then they would fall down. And they wouldn't even touch each other. And, like, they never showed anybody punching anybody else. Like, they would just, like, shove them and shit. It was awful. I'm watching yeah. it, and I'm like, this show's fucking terrible. And, like, 
I remember about a week later, like he brought like three girls over, and one of them was like, "Hey, you want to watch Power Rangers?" And I was like, "Yeah, let's watch it." <laughs> it fucking sucked, but uh, the movie looks okay though. No, I mean, but it, it like Abby recently watched one of the newer versions of it. Yeah, it's, it's tolerable. Shit. It's tolerable. What I know. think is cool is that that thought process that was right before the ability to produce a product that was groundbreaking enough. Like those movies were cheesy, yeah. But thirty years from that first movie, that probably the idea, like the picture that the original creator right. of it had in his head is going like, to actually be able to be put on kinda, screen. Right, kind of yeah. like now. Or like George Lucas when, you know, he put out his Star Wars and then technology caught up and he could go back and remaster it and put it in a spot that was... Exactly. So, yeah, he remastered everything else, man, but still, if you watch like fucking Rogue One and the... the I've not what? seen either of the new ones that Disney's put out. I've not oh, seen either one the of them. fuck out of my... I'm gonna turn it on. Turn this off. We're never on oh, the podcast again, you motherfucker. I mean, I rarely watch movies, but I, I know, will watch not, it. You guys aren't movie watchers, I understand. I mean, that. I'm not against them. I just, I, I will fall asleep, motherfucker. That's 100% yeah, the truth. I, I, I will. You guys are, you got young kids, man. Y'all Well, I mean, just sitting here for three hours to watch a movie sometimes is hard. No, no, I ain't talking about here, man. I go to the fucking theaters. I ain't no yeah, bitch. You know man. what I'm saying? I've always been. But she don't like to go to the theaters like that, so. I've, oh, I've always loved going to the theaters, fuck did that pig, though? Huh? huh? So, hey, so, hey, real quick. So, I just want just a couple of things, and then we'll talk about the perception. Look up the well, thing. So we've been talking about true versus I perception know, but, the whole time. But, well, I yeah. know, but I'm saying, go look up the David Brock shit. Go look up the shit about the the military on zerohedge.com because that shit's crazy to read about. It's odd. It's just weird. Um and but also yeah. look up the, 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 the news where you like the person that's reporting this. Like the one I looked at, first thing I saw, I was like, man, this is, this looks fucking yeah, you almost, And And, and that's so, another thing that bothers me, though, and it's about perception. Why is it? in Donald Trump and his uh, little heat, it was hilarious because he said, watch, tomorrow the media's going to say that I was ranting and I was raving. And before the day was even up, I was seeing people sharing videos about Donald Trump quote unquote ranting and raving he told them what their headline was gonna be he was basically writing it for them and they just they were like that's what we're gonna do let's put that out there he was ranting and raving like he explained to them already how they were gonna perceive you know what you're gonna say to win and, you don't want the world to win, man? You, you wrote, you wrote that's sometime about Patriots dude all these Patriots guys playing the NBA that they just yeah but it's fixed the um, USA has to win it's a uh, it's Lots of things. You know what I found out was super hilarious? I found out about wrestling that, that Vegas is taking betting lines on wrestling. How are they doing that? It's they have it's a pretty script. Yeah, you know how, is... Do you know how they do it? Because all the money goes on. Whoever the favorite is, is definitely going to win. So Bray Wyatt to win the Elimination Chamber this last week. Did he win the belt? Yeah. 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 He took it from John Cena. Fucking... Yeah. 16 champion got Seen the belt. Seen it beat AJ, and then the very next month lost it to Bray in the Elimination Chamber. But like, that's all right. He won at the World Rumble in a good match with AJ Styles. I like that. Well, of course it was. If it was, it was AJ, AJ Styles, it's going to be a good match. Yeah, still, I was watching AJ Styles back when he home. was with um, TNA. TNA. I used to love watching that dude wrestle. Yeah, and you don't like him now? No, I, I haven't watched him now, yeah, but okay. back in the day, I used to love watching I mean, yeah. and it was the alternative to watching the WWE bullshit. And, and again, to perception, he did not, he did not get his push 
until he learned how to work the stick where he could change his perception of pe- or what people thought of him. Yeah. Because he could go out and work like a motherfucker his whole career. Oh, yeah. But until he got the ability and the confidence to get on that mic and talk shit, whether Sound it was good or bad. fucking runs the place right. this country twang. Yeah. He, he did not get over. He didn't get money. And he yeah. would have never made it to the WWE had he not got that down. Because you got to be able to go out there and sway people's to perception. Yeah, you got to be able to talk. And that's like that in every walk of life as far... And it goes back to what you've talked about as far as quote-unquote working people. It's the same thing. Yeah. I mean, that's the perception. That's the idea. And that's what I was debating with some people about is that, you know, you're out here talking about civil liberties, equality for people, everybody being equal. But you're also pushing an ideology and an agenda for a billionaire who, as I promise you, his ideas for what he wants for the world and our country are far worse than what Donald Trump wants. Okay. And I'm not, We're we don't have to talk away. about Trump, so, but about perception yeah. is that the perception is, is that we're pushing, hey, we want to be equal, we want to be fair, we want people to be treated right, but you don't do the same thing to get that perception out to where you reach to everybody. People who are like, you know, I don't necessarily agree with abortion, you paint them in a negative light. You know, that Bray Wyatt was work. negative sixty five hundred. That's so terrible. You had to spend negative sixty five. Yeah, so you have to spend sixty. I may have that backwards. Plus sixty five hundred. You have to spend sixty five hundred dollars to win a hundred. You have to put sixty five hundred dollars up to win a hundred dollars. Uh, so so you know so terrible. that he's gonna win. So people that know he's gonna win ain't afraid to go dump hundreds of thousands of dollars on him because they're going to make their money back but see the thing is as soon as people catch up on the trend of oh if he's the long shot he's definitely going to win because vegas is screwing us that's when vegas throws in a mix-up and like oh actually the favorite it's It's never it's always a ploy to steal people's money to be betting on to be gambling your money what common what common man has sixty five hundred dollars to bet to win a hundred it's a fucking fool's bet the only person that's going to make money off that young man is people that have enough money to piss away that, where they can go spend two hundred. All right, so here's here's the question though: Does that mean that in certain situations that let's just use the example you just gave that you know ex billionaire millionaire whatever who likes to gamble says, well, you know what? Let's see what I can do. I'm gonna bet five. Million, or I'm gonna bet a million dollars that Bray Wyatt's gonna win. He does enough of a bet that sways that that ratio to where they've got to change it. Would that ultimately get back to the point where Vince McMahon and his right team has to say, "Well, you know, we got Bray Wyatt." You know what I'm saying? Like, could that sway outcomes of matches? I don't anything? think so. I mean, maybe somebody could control that, but I, I think that. It would take a Vince's, lot of money yeah, to... Yeah, Vince is pretty much knows what he wants. So what's the point of doing it then? It was what the same think? way with Randy Orton. Randy Orton was the was the, was the the odds-on favorite to win the Royal Rumble. There's 30 motherfuckers in that. You know? And, I, and he did win it. He did win it, yeah. How was he, he the was, favorite, uh, though? Was, oh, like, what's the point? How do you... Th- what's the point? Do you think that's something Vince McMahon gave to Nevada? They they put some money into something and say, hey, let and us like, be a mostly, part of that. It's not as much Vegas as it is internet betting sites. The internet betting sites is what the ones that control it. And so they get money off of the transaction? Is that what it is? Just merely betting? Yes. That's it's a thing, man. You know, there's always a thing to pay. You know well, what I'm no, well, I'm just trying to figure out where's their profit in that, but that's where it is. Just getting that traffic. The profit is the fact that they're, it's with any gambling website, man, you know, they get the money off the, just like DraftKings and uh, what's the other one? Right, but I mean, wrestling is one very easy big. to skew and or to manipulate, or at least get out there. 
I mean, at least with basketball and NFL, they do a great job of hiding it to where it's very hard to I don't know. Like that Super Bowl with the biggest comeback of all time right right after they lost to Denver last year who had the most incapable quarterback of all time and Peyton Manning just so he could go off. Peyton Manning, all right? We don't do that. Okay, well, tell me that he wasn't (laughs) the most incapable quarterback in the NFL starting for any team last year. I don't know about that. Okay, he didn't didn't throw a touchdown pass in the Super Bowl. Maybe they maybe, were leaning on a defense, and so the Patriots bow out last year, and maybe they get to have the biggest comeback of all time this year. And oh, yeah. the the Falcons will win a Super Bowl in the next five years. Hey man, a buddy of mine, like I talked, to, I talked about it before. It, like we, it, it started with GMOs. That's what. Oh, dude, yeah, I can't even watch sports, can you? Yeah, he, he like he was like, dude, I don't even fucking like to watch sports. He's like, now, hey, hey, here's what's ironic: we stopped talking for a good little pitch, bit because he went, you know, what I'm saying like we different jobs and shit like that. But at one point, I kind of hit him up and asked him about the election. He was he was Jill Green or Jill Stein, sorry, is who he was going to vote for. And he talked about how awful Trump was, and he was, you know, he was this and he was that, and you know, it just. I don't know. I mean, I get it. It just it's perspective, though. It's his perspective versus right. your perspective, and right. And that's certain fine. things, certain things, though, man. And people don't understand. Don't believe immediately if you see on TV, you see something, you see a clip, you see a headline, you see a partial. The worst is social media is the absolute worst because the truth versus perception. There, they'll they'll, they'll take. The Bits worst and pieces part of, shit. of something. Yeah, and right. make a meme out of the motherfucker. Right. Right. It goes viral, and everybody's like, Y'all see that? You know, like the, the, that famous ass girl. And it changed. Are you talking about the How About That Girl? Oh, God. Catch me outside. <laughs> you know, she's like that. two years old, right? I don't, she, need, I don't know. Like two years old. It went, I've got a young sh- I've got a, I've got a son who's influenced by the little bit of social media I let him touch. And that stupid ass song, I heard it the other day. He was trying to make some kind of. Dance Mus- video. Musically, have you ever heard of the app? So the app, the concept is, is that either you lip sync or you do something while this song plays, and it, they've got all varieties of songs, clips, chunks of songs. Mm-hmm. And one of the things was "Catch Me Outside." How about that? And then it played a little song, and he was dunking to it. And oh my mm-hmm. god, I heard it a hundred fifty thousand times. And I was so over it. It's funny that we've moved to a point in our society where that is art. Like, whereas Vincent Van Gogh and the other great artists of, like, the past spent hours and hours on painting masterpieces that people could look at for the rest of time. Now it's just... Have you ever seen that? It's a a 30 second meme that you create that people are like, that is an instant... And people create memes off of that meme, just like throughout right. time people have recreated, like the Starry Night by. Um, now that is art. That's art. But some of the shit, like uh, Jackson Pollock and uh, uh, Andy Warhol, man, that is truth versus perspective shit there. Because yeah. I mean, just because other people are saying, "Oh, what's well, pop art?" Yeah. You can see art in anything. That's my whole point. Is that yeah. the, is a meme is art. A meme is somebody taking their right. time to create this. They put a line at the top of it with a clip of an episode that Fuck. makes somebody laugh, and that's uh, every art. Time, every the time. man in this room that has not shown his genitals to some female 
and tried to make him look a different shape than his balls. No, well, not a man. This you're lying. I did the heart a couple times. Come on, oh, shit! And every time I'm yeah. taking a shower and I hear her walking down the steps, I'm always giving it the fluff. So I'm like, "Hey, am I fucking gonna look a <laughs> I little bigger?" I am for sure gonna right. chop off. For I ain't sure. talking about I'm jerking it off, but I'll no. touch. I'll smack it a little bit. My just... parents listen to this. Hey, well, your dad fluffs for your mom. Come on, that's wrong. He chops up. He hey. chops up for sure. And I'm not saying no doubt. Definitely does it. Couple of places. <laughs> <laughs> My parents are Barbie and Ken dolls. They have nothing. <laughs> How, was you miraculous? Shut up. No. Miraculous. No. What is immaculate? After they yeah. had me, the youngest child, they, it fell off. They, like, you don't have to do a lot, but you can definitely do a couple smacks, tickles, and, you know, your shit looks a lot better than if it did before you smacked the tickles. Yeah, because if my wife sees it, like, uh, looking That like must be fucking... an old thing, because I don't got to do all that. It's a fat thing. When you get yeah. fat, sometimes your fat ass legs get in the way and it makes your dick look a little smaller. <laughs> yeah. So you got to smack it a little bit to make your dick look the way well, it's supposed to If it's, like, real bad, like, I'm exhausted, it's the last thing I'm at, and I've already got the morning piss out of the way, so I'm looking thimble-like in that motherfucker. <laughs> if my wife sees it, she's well, fucking if you dead. ever look thimble, let me see it. She I want to see it. <laughs> she is on me. She's like, that's about out of foot. What the fuck is that? And I'm like, hey, hey, hey. I already peed, but give me about three seconds. Watch. You uh, wouldn't say that the other day, was you? Was shit. You? you know, but still. You know. Shit. I'm telling you, truth versus perception, that was the running, running theme. But, uh, so, do you think out of the three, I mean, so the three major things that affect people's emotion would be religion, money, and love. Love. Which of those do you think kills more people? In the history of this world, more people have died in the name of God than anything else. Hey, tell me if I'm wrong. I heard a story that or some form of religion I'm that the U.S. God military did, or there was a there was a study that was done that identified. Oh, you got me beer. That when when religion is spoken about or is talked about, it invokes a, a specific part of the brain that nothing else invokes. Like it, it triggers something in the brain. There's an action that that's, happens that's different than any other thing, or maybe not any other thing. Let me rephrase because it. Because people are indoctrinated into religion. It's well, one what, of the only things okay. that you. I know it's a big word, and people are going to be like, oh, use a big word. You don't know what it means, Brian. No, uh, come on. What, what does I it do mean? Indoctrinated means. That they are conditioned from a young age to believe in a certain in a certain system, a certain uh, whether it be a, a certain dogma, certain diatrib, certain uh, core values and beliefs, certain things, and they're conditioned that way, and they're not going to stray from that unless something major happens to show them something different because they're like a like a kid that's born into Scientology. No offense. Okay, like a, a, a child who goes to Sunday school every single Sunday, who goes sings in the choir every single Sunday, who goes to Bible school every single summer. They're going to have that 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 mentality of their religion, and they're but, not going to listen to other people talk about religion. I think you with, bring up one the, 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 the fact that all of those different religions have what. Mr. Future was talking about all those religions, the same part of the brain lit up yeah. when they those individuals spoke about that certain religion. And it goes to show that there, whatever that the core aspect of religion is, whether it be belief in something greater or belief in equality for all, whatever it is, is it lights up that 
thought process of the brain, that certain area of the brain, and that's an interesting... Tell me if I'm wrong, because it only takes probably 10 to 15 minutes to prove me wrong on Google, is that if that the U.S. military uh, came up with and or they were looking for a way to suppress that particular response and that they were going to test it in the Middle East. One of y'all should look it up and tell me if I'm wrong. But I have heard that there was a, an exercise or and or research that was done to try to suppress that particular response that religion triggered in people and then that it was going to get used and tested in a certain area of the world, the Middle East, to see if that was actually legitimate and if they could do that and if they could suppress that response, that emotion, that brain wave that flickered whenever religion was talked about. I see neither one of you guys reaching for your phone. You are stuck looking at the TV, so don't worry about looking it up. No, we listen uh, to what but, you're saying, and I, and I honestly believe that that's probably been in works longer than that because, as he just said, religion is the number one reason why anyone has died since the beginning of time. I opened the debate. Earth. I didn't say that. You said religion. I, the open the question is still pending to the futures. Which of those three, money, religion, or love has killed more people throughout the history. I don't think you can say love only because love is very abstract and it's very all over the place. Cause no, I mean, if you said right, love, so that, that can, that love surrounds a bunch of different types Right, like, cause you murders. can say religion is love, right? Right. Like, I mean, you can say that well, you love. That's or, why I'm saying love is yeah. number one because, because, religion, money, uh, love. Those three things. Those love, three for sure, because out of love, you could, Murder somebody in a snap decision crime of passion. Okay, so you think love is killed more? It could yeah, be thought out. That. Like I think so there's the many beginning. different well, angles you can take to to take somebody's life out of love. But they mean as far as as far as deaths accrued because love. Of, I not wars, not, not not just wars, just deaths. Oh, uh, okay. I, I think love and assisted suicide, or I don't know. But you could also argue that the. Search for money has potentially led people to make decisions that killed others that the death toll. I mean, some people would argue that Halliburton wanted to be in the Middle East during, of course. after 9-11 and made a lot of money off of it. That's the search of love. So a lot of people died. Whereas but that was Sally, money. That wasn't love. They did it for money. They did it right. for love. So that's different than love. So the argument right. so is love how, should be involved number? because love can be involved with money and with religion. You can't say, what do you mean though? Love for money and or love for or passion for, I guess. But It's an ABC question. I mean, you can, I'm going to go with love. You can, you can that's go my with final the perspective answer. on any one of them. And you can twist it however you want, but I'm going with religion. You have, no, but what's you the got definition the crusade, of love? I could define what the, your definition. Is. Well, no, but that's Holocaust, hold on. You got all types of things that people were killed over religion. But you got people killing no, people every day over love. You can't too. say here are three options. Jealous Jealous people. People. Well, I, get you. well, I mean, you can, but I'm saying <laughs> to get a good answer. You sound like it's, Donald Trump right now. No, no, no. That's an unfair question. No, I ain't said anything. Here's my point. So. Uh, religion. Whatever there, your perspective a very, of love, religion, and money are. Take it there. There you go. So for your each perspective. Per, so for yeah. each person, the answer will be different. Of as course, far of as course. right, because his right. definition. So what's your love, what's your answer? Mind, what's your answer? I mean, I would say it would have to be love because love could cover both money and religion in my eyes. Because the love of money, the love for religion, 
would feed both in that's, a sense that that's why either say. if you look at recent times, money has been if one of the main drivers. Are part of the part of the other two answers though. If they any way, shape, or form affect the love, then you cannot put love there. It has to be religion. Can you that, love money? Yeah. Is my question. Can you have a love? No. I mean, if it's... Okay, so well, can you... It's you status, have a love for what money gives you, but the... Act, and if, we, if you were on a deserted I, island and had no, millions and millions bills. of dollars of bills... But they meant nothing as far as value. Would you love right. those ultimately, singular dollars of bills? No, you would not. Right. Ultimately, so they're just paper. But the 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 uh, value that's put on the dollar bill, and uh, this goes back to what you are talking about about memes. I want to jump in on that, but I didn't get to. But memes are part of art, and I shared a meme the other day that defined it perfectly, talking about time. Time is something that was forced on man and it was put in our belief system a long time ago when a lot of people died over the calendar being introduced to mankind because people back then understood that it was a form of other people trying to control other people. It was a way for a certain group of people to gain access and to control. To be on a because certain once time it, schedule. Right, because once it becomes time, then your time becomes money. Once your time becomes money, then you got to use your time to get money to then fight for the ability to live comfortably. And so that you, you can buy you up. some love. Well, you know. Huh? That way, that way you can, if you have money, you can buy some love. I mean, ultimately, Especially if you have love, out there, yeah. ultimately, if you have love, you can get through being broke. Ultimately, if you have love, you don't necessarily have to have religion because you'll have that religion in the have person religion that you in have your heart, with. you're full of love and no. you don't need any money. I'm saying if you find the person, the man, the woman, the girl, the dog, the oh, car. Jesus fucking Christ. They, a, B, or C. I said love. Okay. I, mean, I feel like love covers both, but. I don't yeah, have to give a three. deep explanation like that. I say yeah. love. Yeah. Whatever. I thought that's the point. And I was wrong. The world team ended up winning the NBA World versus USA Finals. And that dude there's got the trophy. Christoph Przingis should have won. So what's your answer? Big Brian V? Um, Can I have some of those Cheetos? Yes, you sure can. I just want a couple. Go ahead. So what's your answer? I'm going to go with... I was going to go with money for a long time. But, you know, back in the day, I don't think money had the value that it did. And when, when you started talking about how it, don't even look at me like that. People, it was more of a power thing than it was a money thing. If you put money, I should have said wealth instead of money. Because, actually I should have. Because it's status. Back in Probably the day. what you mean, right? Back in the day, like, it isn't like Alexander the oh, Great was pillaging the country looking for, he didn't give a shit about the dollars or, or the yen or whatever. He wanted the gold, or he wanted the, the precious minerals and shit. So he wanted the power. Wealth, wealth yes. So, um, His definitely, love. I'm going to have to go with religion. And the, the, here's the reason I'm going to go with religion, is because of the Crusades. The, so many people died during the Crusades. Like, it was more than World War One and Two combined, if I'm not mistaken. It was a whole lot. I mean, like, Europe was, like, half of Europe was laid to fucking waste. It was crazy. All about Christianity. And if you don't know that, you know, and I want to say that the, uh, the estimated numbers there, I know people, there was somebody who tried to argue with me the other day. I don't remember what it was, but about, they was arguing that Vietnam, Vietnam, we, we lost more brothers in Vietnam than we did in the civil war. I, I just walked the fuss. If you're fucking immoral, I walked away. And I hate to call names, but come on, man. You know what I'm saying? You can look We lost a lot of people in Vietnam. We did lose a lot of people in Vietnam. In a pointless war. Right, but everybody but lost in the Civil War. It was, was all American. Americans. Right. Every one of them. Nobody hundreds, came up from Mexico. It was a hundred thousand, right? 
Wasn't it hundreds of thousands? Hundreds of thousands, yes, yes, yes. I mean, Atlanta got burnt to the ground during the Civil War. Think yeah, about that. There were, there that, were cities that were had to be rebuilt after yeah, the Civil it War. It was awful. So, I mean, you know. Uh, anyway, it had to be that with, way. But I'm going to go with religion because Would think about it. All the deaths in the Civil War, which one did you put uh, those two? Just real quick. Civil War, it was... Uh, North versus South, everybody knows. Would you say, if you had to pick one now, without a long explanation, just pick one. Go. She's I would it. still go with love because you're talking about one event. I'm talking about the course of human existence. Gotcha. Okay. So throughout the course of human existence, I believe that religion suffices to um, stand for people's morale. Yeah. I mean, when you talk about religion, it's what people think is morally right. Islamic and jihad. therefore, exactly. even before people knew... To write down religion, tribes were basing their discontent for other tribes based on their moral stance on issues, and or therefore they, they the moon god or the sun god. Whatever, that's or still that's a religion. moral issue. That's 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 religion. I'm still if if you one. consider moral issues There's religion, no which I think that no, they are. The thing is that people. <clears throat> my whole point of that that thing is that to let people know that. If you wonder about what people argue about, it, politics is, is insane to me because that's nowhere in the mix, but politics involves all three of those very heavily. Yes. I mean, everybody that that is a major news source on politics, lots of them are millionaires. Think about that for a minute. Okay? Yeah, we talked about how much Anderson Cooper was worth. Oh, yeah. All that stuff. Okay, and think about another thing. Go Hundreds ahead, of millions, right? So, I was going to wrap up the love and the money. Get religion all into the... Wrap it up. The, all Let's see that present wrapped up. It's easy, it's easy. Wrap it all up into politics. Politics has all three. You know what I'm saying? They will point out <coughs> how this person is a known Scientologist or like part of a cult. Or they'll point out about how this guy, just earlier, we talked about how much money was spent. You know what I'm saying? So, go ahead. Um... Religion, money. Yeah, well, we were talking earlier about the... Stop. He stopped. He, so he, why'd he, you stop? I was, I was just asking how long we were. Oh, no, I was done. Uh. <laughs> I, I told you I was wrapping up. I was done. I wasn't going to be too long-winded. If I get too long-winded, I'll start going into something else. Go ahead. Well, there's a certain aspect to the... Talking about politics and religion, and politics money. and religion and money and how all those are connected. You can't. I mean, they kind of are connected. On, not kind of. No, they are. Kind of they are connected. But it's a perspective on how much of each. I understand. Religion's a loose. You know, well, loosely. Well, that and politics is loose. Left and right. Yeah, politics. No. Well, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it covers a lot. It allows you to be a certain way. Like, you can immediately, like yeah, I was saying, some, most, polit- most people that argue about politics either lean left or either lean right. You don't see a lot of arguments. I argue centrist. Not necessarily. I try to if, be a center unless as possible. You're, unless, unless, you're in, unless you're really I think most politics. people are in the, in the center. It depends. More people than not are centered, but they right. have been convinced that they need to be on one side or the other, Boom. and therefore they... Or they, they need they, to view other people as extreme Boom. ones. I mean, perspective. Per- perfect example is Bentley. He comes on and he, you know, comes in as as we kind of, our perception between you, me, and whoever knew him. Well, I guess us. 
is that he was going to be in the opposite end of us. But if you hear what he talked about, the points that he made, the the, the point of view that he took, oh, a lot of this stuff the was middle, the same yeah. thing. And although he doesn't want to correlate it with Donald Trump, that's fine. We don't have to say that. But it wasn't different from mine. You know, and then, and then some of the people that I He just with, had a different perspective as to how, how his... Yeah, how his idea of perfect reality yeah. was accomplishable, whereas yours involved Donald Trump his he felt like Donald Trump wasn't going to get him to that even though you were looking for the same thing yeah and I think the perception and the, the thing that I try to push the most to people is the perception that you know Martin Luther King had an amazing point of view as to pushing civil rights in a way that touched everybody obviously the people who were being held back the most in those scenarios were people in the in the black community but he never necessarily was like, hey, look, white people are should be condemned because of how black people are treated. He just spoke that he wanted to make sure that people had equal rights. Sure, right now, black people are being left behind. But he didn't want black people to advance at the expense of white people. Thanks. He understood that as a community, as a society, we had to grab hands with each other and walk together Kumbaya, to get to that spot. I'm just saying that this idea that you have to be able to... Give everybody a title and a name and a push. And as you said, comes to a conservative and a liberal way or Democrat versus Republican. Uh, we're going to have to get one of those little eyeglasses. We're going to have to. Cut well, me you off. know, little two-minute ones. Yeah. We're going to have to get one. I just say get rid of the label. I mean, it doesn't have to be I, a I 100% agree with everything that you just said except for um, the part about no offense. Um, no offense. <laughs> because it's not... I don't really know how to put it into words without sounding egotistical, arrogant, or uninformed, which I'm all three, so it don't really fucking matter. Go ahead. Well, here's how I feel. We want to include everybody, which i that's a liberal thing, and I agree with that. Everybody should be viewed as a human being. Yeah. So why are we putting labels on people? If we want everybody to be viewed as a human being, why are we pushing yeah. for labels? It, are, it already happens, though. I mean, naturally Well, happens. no, I'm like... It's a natural thing. Like, there's, in New York, there's 64 different genders you can identify as. So, if we want to all be viewed as human beings, why do we have 64 different genders we can be... But it's, to give those people credit, they are just trying to identify... No, they're trying to identify themselves in this society. And so, I understand what you're saying, that... It's a little fucking much. Let's be honest. Right. Yes, exactly. it, does, it doesn't matter which of those 64 in you my, are. We can still opinion. have the conversation we don't need to be putting about boxes what, as well. your belief, what your belief is. When right. you draw the line. We should just when view each other as humans, not At as labels. At what point does the, the abilities to separate people, do you draw the line? When they start talking about finger-popping dudes' buttholes that are less than five years old, like when do you say, okay, look, you're not allowed to have a group anymore. Because then at that point, you I'm just saying that... Where in the fuck did that come from? Finger <laughs> popping... What the fuck? Hey, that was a BV comment right there. I don't know. I'm so bam. lost. He's talking about damn. Okay, I just, he's talking about The way I see it let is... Him, let him, let him explain. Let yes, him explain it real quick. So in the movie 21 Jump Street, there's a um, scene where the girl says, you guys were finger popping each other's assholes. That was the reference to like finger-popping assholes. But I'm just saying that there are news stories out there that you can read where <laughs> news organizations are trying to push the idea that pedophilia is not that bad. 
And yeah. so what I'm saying is, is where do you draw Are the you line? I'm not lying. Look it up. Uh, what I'm asking see, is, where do you draw the line as to say, okay, you don't get a right to recognize yourself as a group in our society? Because at some point, you got to stop people, right? There are 64 <laughs> genders that you can identify with in North Car- in, in New York. What the fuck? Like, if we want to break down barriers and just accept each other as we are, I don't, understand, I don't one, understand. One person equals one person. One person that thinks they're transgender. And that's fine, but one, to make rules and laws and then categorize people and put them in a box seems counterproductive to me. It, it does. does too, but if the person... Just let wants, people be what they are. But if the person... You say there's 64 different genders and a person... If somebody wants, wants me to call them whatever, I will do it. But to expect that people are going to look at you and know what you are, that's... And it's hard. Sometimes... Right. Like, because that's a stereotype. I've seen people before ask... I've started asking... Like, I've like, asked a few okay. people... What what am I gonna what what's the preferred pronoun that, to call you? Yeah. So yeah. is that how you start every conversation now? Right. Before oh, I've used it before. Sorry. Back to New York, and they've made it to where when you're working, if you incorrectly identify somebody twice out of the sixty four genders, you can be fined. Like up to that's not fair because <laughs> I I slip up all the time and say the wrong shit. Not because I don't know better. It just happens. I oh, say I call wrong. dudes ladies, like ma'am. And I, I call people wrong names sir. all the time. It oh, yeah. happens. I mean, just to be a dick. Well, like, I don't do it to one, be a dick. I do it. Like, there's this big fat guy at IWA, and I'm always like, hey, what's up, ma'am? How you doing? How you doing? Oh, I'm sorry. Shit. You're a dude. My I purposely call my guy friends girls just because I think it's funny. I hey, ladies. Because, I think that it shouldn't matter. I mean, I'm going to. But, hey, hey, I'm going to take your. If you do that, you're a bigot. Right. Don't, don't I'm be gonna calling take, me no lady. Right. I'm going to take your lady. opinion into consideration whether you identify as any of those 64. Because people feel different ways. Some people right. feel like they're a man three days, three days out of the week and four days they feel like a woman. Some people feel like they're a woman four days out of the week and a man three. I don't care. Whatever you feel like, I'm still going to take your opinion and but, it has validity. But you know what? No matter right, what but, you think, I'm still going to put my opinion and you should accept my opinion for being whatever it is. Yep. The same way I'm going to accept yours. Well, here's what I I personally, and this may not be the case for everybody, so take it for what it is. It's my personal experience. The people who care the most about that identification or whatever opinion are people who aren't directly affected by it. The people who want to identify as one of those 64 sexes or genders Usually, are the ones who don't care if people identify them incorrectly out of sheer accident. It's somebody else getting offended for them. They, they let themselves be. They're like, okay, you come into a conversation, you can identify with me as whatever you want to identify me as, mm-hmm. because I do have a mixed. Sometimes I feel one way, sometimes I feel the other. Sometimes but I feel people like get defensive for them, for it, other people. What it goes does, back to what Nick was talking about at the beginning of our podcast with the panning to everyone's emotions and there are some people that would be hurt by certain situations where certain people say something where it doesn't mean it wasn't intended to hurt anyone's right it could be out of ignorance yes just not knowing this is why and that's a learning experience for all parties involved it's a way to talk it out and learn from each other about it and then try not to do it again the people who want control of the country george carlin explained it perfectly 
was a many years ago too. They, look I that mean, clip look, up. I look think it's it on up. the PDK you bought podcast. It's right amazing. He probably put that on there. Where probably, yeah. but if not, I'll put it on there again. He explains it. I mean, it's simplified, but it's perfect. The government wants people smart enough to know how to do what they need them to do, but dumb enough to not give a fuck about anything else or question it. And this whole argument of 64 different genders and all of them are different variations of ultimately a man and or a woman because science says so. I'm sorry that in certain situations that mentally people have problems and we need to be accommodating to them. But Ben Shapiro explains it perfectly. I shouldn't be forced to play imagination with people because mentally they have a problem. That doesn't mean they're less than me. That doesn't mean I don't respect the fact that they identify themselves as an elephant or whatever it is that they do. Or, you know, 30% of the time they act like they have a penis. And, you know, the other 70% they act like they have a vagina. I personally don't care what you want to do as long as you don't impede on me i love you as a person and you can do whatever you want to do as long as you're not molesting kids and or banging animals as long do whatever you want to do you can do whatever you want to do my grandfather told me this when i was five years old you can do whatever you want to do in this world son as long as you don't hurt or disrespect anyone exactly including yourself and that covers all of it that covers all of it that's That's my point that's the point it covers everything yeah i mean that's the point and people act like if you say that well then no you don't have compassion for those people no let them people bring their grievances to the table And we make sure that they get the proper respect 100%. But you also have to understand, it's different. So you're going to face some obstructions, but you still deserve respect. Everybody deserves that respect. But that also means that you don't attack people. You don't label people. You don't get to identify people as this. This whole punch a Nazi thing. Well, it would be great if I could say I I get to punch an idiot liberal. And then I just get to identify who the idiot liberal is and go punch him in the face, right? Wouldn't that be a fine? No, you get to determine who a quote-unquote Nazi is, so then you get to be a dickhead to them whenever you want. That's not how it works. <coughs> right. That's if, what Nazis if, did. If you were to change it and say, okay, I can punch anyone that likes puppies instead of cats, it would be a totally different... If I were, That would be assault. At, at any level, that is assault. And so to... Just because someone has a different perspective than you do, you can't go and physically harm them because they have... And you don't get have... to demonize them. That's not, what, that's well, not how it works. And Shia LaBeouf is getting some they of the best publicity down. off of that because he got... Yeah, they shut it down, but he had that little thing. They shut it down be, in spite of him. Like, he was trying to do something that was not necessarily the most productive, but... His message just failed. Sorry, well, it failed, and there was people that came over and they instigated things with him, and that's not cool, in my opinion. That's I feel like you, you, go ahead. He went there, and he those people were chanting opposition to what he was saying in his forum for where he was speaking his own word. Which I don't, I don't agree with. If somebody's trying to speak something in an area, leave them to be, to speak what they have on their mind. But ultimately, it got shut down because people were coming there speaking opposition, 
And I don't agree with the fact that he, I mean, he was ready to fight people. He was in their face. He was being um, demonstrative towards them instead of having discussion. And that's kind of what that movement is about at this point in time, is being demonstrative towards other people. And I don't agree with that. I feel like... But you have to allow them to say what they're saying. I feel like violence has become normalized. If somebody disagrees with you, which in this case happens to be conservatives who are being attacked solely because Trump is president, but it's become normalized. If you attack somebody or destroy property, it's justified because you're angry. You don't feel like your voice is being heard. Media has normalized it. It's okay. They it's, kind of egg it on. Lots of, it's terrible to say that, but lots of times it does seem that way. It does. Like... The whole punching a Nazi. It's okay to hit somebody if you deem them a Nazi. It's okay because Nazis are bad. Well, you can't look at somebody and come to that conclusion. You can't look at somebody and know they're a Trump supporter and come to that conclusion. You're very narrow-minded if that's what you immediately think. You have to engage in conversation to know where what their motives are, what their reasoning is. Otherwise, you are a dick. There you go. She broke out the big, you're a dick. I mean, it's true, but media has normalized it. These people are getting so much attention, and in a lot of cases, it's positive. People on CNN have backed some of these people who have attacked (coughs) Trump supporters, saying, well, they're just angry. Their voices... That's not okay. It's not okay to put your hands on somebody because you're angry. We teach our kids not to do that. Why as an adult are you doing it? Yeah, on the same token, I did hear people... The same people that say that's okay, they get mad when they're blocking a street where people can't go to work, and someone who's a quote marks here, Trump supporter, busts his way through. They're like, oh, he assaulted them. He assaulted them. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Kind of, I've because seen that a little bit. Yeah. I'm, I'm all for peaceful protests. If you are firmly for something, I don't care. Do not uh, impede on other people. Do not interfere with other people who have nothing to do with it with their lives. Yeah. I mean, I mean you, somebody, somebody, wasn't they that blocked the meaning off of protest, though, is to protest. No, it was not to interfere with people who had Thank nothing you. to do with it. It was to get your point across, but you didn't block intersections. Ambulances with people in them got Hold blocked. The that best, is not okay. The best way of protest <laughs> is to not purchase the product that you're processing. And right. Any other way or like impeding the process of someone that still wants to purchase that product. Is not a proper way of protesting. To say, hey, to inform people of the differences in opinion that you have is a healthy way of protest. To say, I'm not going to let you get to where you're trying to go to purchase whatever you're trying to purchase. It's not the proper way to keep people from getting All I'm going to say is this. If smiling at somebody is a microaggression that sure as fuck blocking the street to protest... Is a microaggression. That's all I'm going to say. That's not mine. I mean, it's not okay to interfere with somebody's life who has nothing to do with it. That is never okay. I think that the media, not just the media, but people have made a uh, a, a thing out of a difference between protesting and and blanket using protest as I'm protesting as a form of blanket fucking hatred. I really, really didn't he ask you to get him one when you were go ahead. 
and the aliens from Mars and the, and the anal probe. Not one fucking person listened to this. No, you I was are listening. back to the no, anal probe. I was listening to you. Before that, though, what I said. You cannot no, wait to about talk the about that. And you're trying to describe the difference in what they were doing versus what real protesting is, right? No, I just said that, that they're blanketing. It's a blanket hatred. And they're, they're saying, air quotes again, protesting. We're protesting. Right. You're blanket, I, you're you're blanket hate, hating. There's a big difference. Instead of doing that... Why don't you go out there and put all that fucking energy into being positive about something you fucking love? Exactly. Well, because that gets on my nerves worse than anything. I mean, you have a right to protest anything you want. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if you're going to go out there and you're going to spew fucking hatred and bile and bullshit out of your fucking mouth, instead of doing that, reverse it. Turn it around. Be Take productive. all that shit down inside and t- put some right. elbow grease in and put some fucking hard work and some hustle into something Preach. you fucking love. Work Church. to make changes. Like, talk to your local government. Try to make changes happen. Don't just go... And some of those people have good intentions. Or try to it's raise not all up of them. But there are those it. ones that are just terrible and are opportunists looking for a reason to riot and lose. For instance, I, if you're the left and you hate Trump, instead of bitching and complaining that he is the president of the United States... Get ready for four years from now when you can get a winner or back a winner. Go get, you know, get start backing a winner now. Find somebody you believe in now and do, push yeah. their agenda Don't, for them. It's the can't be a Clinton. No Clinton. No. So, they will never the negativity win. Negativity is so fucking rampant nowadays. It's almost like like you said, the news is negative. We said that earlier. I was like, it isn't so much negative as if they they try to make it to where. It's almost ridiculously shock value horseshit. It's not. It's just not objective, and that, and it's not. It's both sides. It's not. And, and I know that inherently, when you give the news, your the opinion and or the lean is going to be there. That's it right. Just, so that's the whole should, meaning of this is truth versus perspective. Right. But there shouldn't be you know one or two channels who lean so hard one way or the other that that's, on one station all money homie <laughs> well I know but I'm saying that that's as he talked about as Kurt talked about the money the power of the money determines what they do that's why McDonald's is changing their recipes and shit because people start understanding their shit's like the equivalent of dog food so Why people stop buying it you know what I'm saying so McDonald's had to change I like their ice cream I ain't gonna lie their ice cream Subway the same uh, thing you know oh, people, Subway that bread people man. start <laughs> finding out about the bread they change their recipe they put it out there oh like, sorry that was great that's gonna be on there I mean, that's that, lovely on the podcast hey rate that burp on the <laughs> podcast we need a 1 to 10 scale I'm not going to let you know on this podcast. Next podcast, I'll give my score on that burp. That was pretty fantastic. That was a, that was a good one. Well, a perception is crucial because you have to understand what your perception is, but when you're talking to people, when you're trying to converse with people, when you're trying to learn, you have to, to at pass, least listen educate, to their perspective. Right. You've got to take into account what their perspective That's is. That's the whole point of this and podcast. perception right? is because right. if not, you're failing yourself. Like you said, it's hypocritical you for you yourself. to not. Right. It's hypocritical of you to not want to hear that. No matter what side you represent, you got to be willing. And that's what frustrates me the most is that Republicans suck. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I hate the idea that we have to claim one of those two sides. But but if you start to debate, man, that idea and that concept is that, you know, and again, based off of what is being paid, not genuine protests. Like you said, these people are already scheduled 
They know where Trump's going to be. They get that shit shut down. Samuel Jackson getting in on another block. John C. John C. Riley's in this, dude. That's going to be know. fucking awesome. Look at that, dude. You didn't see Kong hit that fucking yet. Talk <laughs> about Kong on Skull Island. Guaranteed $100 million weekend. Open weekend. Guaranteed. Tell him now. We're calling it on the PDKU podcast. There is a a subculture of geek motherfuckers that love King Kong and Godzilla. You said how much? What a hundred million? Hundred million. Oh, oh, right yeah. now, easy. Yeah. Hundred million dollar opening weekend. Sixty million dollars considered a blockbuster. Hundred million dollar opening. Weekend. I say it's gonna flop. It's gonna flop. Yeah, you think Kong's so? What? Gonna flop. I don't think You're a Kong, 20-year-old dude. Kong doesn't have the grip that everything else does. It's like a, Godzilla? I mean, Planet of the Apes is going to have a better opening weekend. The next movie that they have is going to have a better opening weekend. That's like the, the third in the, the fucking third. Say the last King Kong movie came out had Jack Black in it. Like, yeah. They didn't do shit. So I think this one might. Dude, Godzilla. You know what I'm saying? Jackson in a motherfucker. You just made my point. Kong doesn't have traction. They don't have the same kind of thing Godzilla Godzilla did a lot when of When was the man. last time they came out with a Godzilla movie Dude, in America? That, two years ago, you dumb bastard. The, well, obviously it didn't catch the attention yeah, of middle America. Because, you know why? Well, I was I, like middle America. It was <laughs> America. You know how much money that motherfucking movie made? I'm going to look it up for you. Did it make a lot? I'm going to look it up for you. How was it? Was it good? Brian Cranston just rapped Breaking Bad and then went and did that. So, you know. I know that I know that Matthew Bar- Roderick did Godzilla. Oh, that Godzilla movie was horrible. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. I didn't realize they did another one either, though. Like those things don't stand out. Like it just when I say it doesn't have traction, I'm speaking on the yeah, we American. Understand. Yeah, the domestic total gross was two hundred million two hundred on what six thousand on what Godzilla two thousand fourteen. I, I didn't see it. Gareth so. Andrew Edwards was the same what guy. What was who it did called? Godzilla. Godzilla. Was it? It was in 2014. Yeah. Oh. The opening weekend was ninety three thousand dollars. Ninety three million. You mean ninety three million? Yeah. So I'm gonna say you said a hundred a minute ago. Ninety three. Come on, the Come on now. And you oh. said a hundred on Kong. Yeah, I did say a hundred. I'm gonna take it down ninety five. But uh, <laughs> dang, he changed real quick. Oh, wow. I'm gonna go back million. up to hundred though because. Uh, it's the inflation. inflation, yeah. yeah shit. And, but they, they they got the bomb ass theaters now. They got the recliners. Yeah, and I'm you can pick your seat to the director's hall. Fuck, so it's a lot. Nice. Man. I'm going to, in the morning. I'm going to see John Wick too. I want to see Fist Fight with Ice Cube and Charlie Day, but I got voted out, man. So. Let's instead of watching these mass produced films, we should watch some. Uh, Next time you get a I'm chance, see go watch Chad. like a locally produced no, play no, or okay, a locally okay, produced yeah, film. No, just fuck that. Don't listen. Invest in your. Hey, don't be telling that they they had their you, own. Opinion they want to go to Village Eight and they watch that fucking film festival like I did two years in a row and wish you got your fucking money back. Go right ahead. Go right ahead. Hey, you Truth. Be, you make your make your own. Make your own and. And prove Big Brian V wrong. You be prove him wrong. Nutters, Don't like make your own and fucking say, right there. you hey. know what? He was wrong. You be helping uh, Linda McMahon now since she's the head of some small business secretary or some shit. You see a picture of Vince McMahon in the White House? With his picture with Linda McMahon on and the it Donald Trump says Stone Cold Steve Austin and stunt yeah. voice. Some of the people in this picture including yeah. the president. <laughs> the president of the United States is taking a Stone Cold stunner. Come yes, on, sir. man. Man, that's awesome. 
Yeah, it is. In my I opinion, mean, I think that's I, amazing. I think it is too. And I want to thank everyone for for coming out tonight, man. It's been a fairly fun podcast. Anything, anybody? We got some last. I know everybody has a few last words they want to get in. Go ahead, Kurt. Go ahead. Since you're, I know every podcast that hits you with this, but love treating everybody equally. <laughs> Nick's Charles over Barkley. here laughing at. No, no, no he's Barkley. laughing at Charles Barkley. Is nutters? Hey, Charles Barkley is just as much. He goes home and prays to the same. He's looking for something more than what he's experiencing. The same way we are. I know we have disagreement as to Anderson Cooper. Anderson Cooper goes home and prays about the same shit you're praying about. Just try to have a positive outlook on your week. Enjoy. Whatever you're doing with your family, by yourself, just love yourself, and I'm going to give you a hippie peace out for the night. Love and happiness to everyone. Love yourself at I'm, I'm sorry I keep forgetting your parents. Go ahead, Nate, the future. I know you got your little last words real quick before we get to the next podcast, which... No, I mean, it's just... It's going to be a good one next. You want to tune in? Dude, we got to get Rico on here just to talk about shit. It don't matter oh, what. because that motherfucker wants to talk about Sandy Hook, and I'm uncomfortable. Even if it ain't Sandy Hook, we can talk but, about But, you know, we, I'll let you guys talk about it. I He'll talk about the uh, Dakota Access Pipeline for sure. He's got a very I strong opinion I thought you said the Alaska, Alaskan Thunder Pipeline. What? Right. No. But, no, I mean, I just, you know, uh, you know, like we talked about perception, man. It's all about that, the, the perception that is put out there. You know, keep in mind that there are always two sides of the coin. You know, don't necessarily be so stuck on your shit that you can't learn from somebody else. There you go. Miss out the future. You have any little, little last words? She's sitting here like, fuck, no, I'm done. I'm just tired. Just because I'm done. I've said yeah. everything I need to say. If you don't didn't understand Have me, a good night. I'm not going to. Or this. day whenever you're listening to this great podcast. Hope it's enjoy. good. Don't forget to send in your ideas of what you want us to talk about. Because believe you me, there's nothing that's off limits except a few things. We're not going to talk about. If you listen to it, you know there's nothing off limits with Brian. He'll right. talk about just about anything. So send that shit in. Mm-hmm. Well, I will. I'll talk about anything. I'll even talk about how Kurt here still ain't hit that seven for seven. And oh, please don't kill us! Please don't kill us! <laughs>